Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank, with your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George, from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat, not financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we're just going to see how many times we can say the words ETH merge, because it's all I've been seeing in my news feeds and various crypto podcasts, so let's just go with. I'm one in, ETH merge, I'm two in. Well, we should wait for that team to do that. How's it going, Andrew? Oh, just getting excited about the ETH merge. I mean, it is, it's heating up out here, at least, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you ready for the merge or what? I'm sorry, does it have to be ETH or, merge or it's just not okay. good? <laughs> we'll give it to you. Um, maybe I'll use, yeah, I'll count it up in the background and let folks know what we get to in terms of ETH merge, ETH merge, ETH merge. Uh, what are you seeing in the news? Yeah, uh, let's see. What are we seeing out there? It has been, you know, still a relatively quiet NFT market, um, but we are seeing some new developments. We've got some sports NFT uh, news items. We've got so rare, ready to take on NBA Top Shot. So this is a bit of a surprise to me. Um, from what I knew, uh, Top or Top Shot and uh, Dapper Labs. Um, I, I actually had their the NBA actually had some ownership in Dapper Labs, and I thought that had a pretty strong uh, partnership there. So. Uh, looks like they did not have um, a an exclusive partnership, um, so they are going to be uh, launching a fantasy based game with So Rare. So Rare has been uh, the game or the company behind the popular soccer fantasy game and uh, NFT based game. So uh, you know, it's also I me. Mean, NBA has not shied away from Web three NFTs. Good to see they're still going for it. Uh, I'm not sure what this means for Top Shot though. So is this the game? element of it are they trying to add that layer or is it just straight lift shift and copy i, I mean they're not integrating with top shot they are launching something separate i don't know if i mean it seems top shot may be going more collectible with so rare going more of a game uh, we've talked about how top shot has actually put in some more uh game uh, game allocation items where you can collect uh, players to to maybe lead the, the league at points or assists for a certain night. Um, so they had some of those elements coming into play. Uh, it sounds like um, this will be much more of a full-fledged fantasy type of game. Yeah, I, I, I think it's not a direct competitor if it is the game element here, right? If they can get into that that aspect of fantasy right like it's you know we're, we're still to see a, a, a strong plan of fantasy I'm, I'm a little surprised dapper has not gotten there yet also given the fact that they're built on flow which means they have low transaction fees which means they probably could have done that thing yeah notable this is on ethereum so i i like that um definitely you know for this for the ethereum uh hardcore ethereum type of collectors this is definitely a positive oh that's interesting so we are of course it's on ethereum so yeah, I mean, that's, 
that makes it suddenly immediately more attractive. Oh, gosh. I won't be buying in yet, but I'll be watching. All right. And another sports item, we've got FIFA launching and uh, FIFA moments launching NFTs in time for the Cutter 2022 Cutter World Cup. Uh, we've talked about the World Cup a bit in the past with uh, what's the uh, the name of the the project that we've uh, mentioned, George. Oh, I'm gonna go look it up. You keep talking because I'm I'm huge on it too. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a new uh, new official collection launching here. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of sports events get into it. You know, I'd be definitely a little hesitant to get into ones that are just collectibles from the event without much uh, planned afterward. This is going to be on the, let's see, on the Algorand blockchain. Definitely don't know much about that, but, uh, you know, just getting it out to more people. And, you know, it's one of the things that we are looking for, just these sort of little things to keep getting out there into people's, into new people's uh, wallets. Okay, it was Wrapped Strikers. And technically, that was the very first sports NFT project in 2018. This was back when I was like, old is good. Old will never be forgotten. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I'm i an owner of some of these. The floor price is currently 0 0.08. Uh, watching it, waiting for it. The question is, you know, can the World Cup excitement overcome the, frankly, this, the, the horror conditions and labor practices? And, you know, backdoor deals that involved in getting it to Qatar in terms of uh, a location. So to be seen, I don't, I don't know much about that. Uh, November 20th and runs through December 18th for the record. So still a couple months out from that, um, you know, but they are getting the, the news out from the launch to the launch. I'll be interested to see how much crossover there is, right? Because there's a lot of eyeballs on it, but there's not a lot of commercials. Like soccer famously, which is why it doesn't do so well in the U.S. because we can't chuck a, chuck a block full of commercials. I, I wonder how the, the tie-ins will work. Because that's, that's really the beginning, middle, and end of it for, for NFTs. You need to bring the audience at this point. Also, it seems like they're doing moments, if I read it correctly, which means they're going to have to like wait for a game to have occurred for a moment to have happened package it and push it that's that's how i read what they're doing with those nft moments got another soccer headline here and this is uh we've talked about this one in the past that crypto.com was going to be sponsoring the champions league for it was about a 500 million dollar deal that deal has fallen apart so you know you can guess why Many guesses as to, to why that may have happened. You know, I'm going to guess the, the value of uh, of digital assets has a big has a big factor here. Uh, but you know, this is the kind of thing that you know, if you try to bring eyeballs up, you know, it, it does get there. It's also you know, not I'm not sure that uh, sponsoring leagues and 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 uh, arenas is really the the right way to get it into to get people actually using the products. It's. It just feels like the wrong time, right? Like you want to make a lot of noise when you're more on the rise or at a peak. But if you're in the, the trough of sorrow for crypto adoption, that's a tough moment. Also, yeah, you may have just run out of the old, run out of juice there. 
Oh, man, we've got big news for the Mooncats. This is exciting. We've talked about it. We've hinted at it. They're, they've been sold finally. This is huge. Did you see this, George? Uh-oh. It, like, it hasn't really made many headlines <laughs> because it was basically just sold to two members of the existing Ponderware team. Two of them um, keep working on it. A couple <laughs> didn't. So I think it's a little bit more of what we alluded to previously that... Uh, they left before they quit before that seems a couple of them have to say can i just say it is it is really weird how pressing we are with our posts like literally we just talked about that like that was like recorded like a few days like a week before we literally called that it would be sold but this is hilarious and we predicted it would be sold and or they would um they would give up on the project and that's how we knew the bottom was in that's what we said both of those things happen. <laughs> They're giving up on yeah. the project. Since, since the news, <laughs> there have been a number of sales. Floor hasn't moved much. Interestingly, though, there have been three uh, resales over 30 e for the, um, or uh, what are they called? The uh, original, um, why am I forgetting the name? The Genesis. Uh, Mooncats all on offers, but those are some some serious bids. Have not seen uh, much movement in any of the uh, other floors, such as like 2017 floor. If I if you are watching that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Call disclosure. <laughs> he has one, and he carefully he's so yeah, so proud of it. And I was like, I was so jealous, and uh, I think it. Um, oh. You know, I don't know what this means for the project. It doesn't seem great. You know, it's community-led more so than it was before. There's not, uh, there's less of a team behind it. Um, hopefully, it's people that are a little more dedicated to it. Again, maybe, you know, hopefully, hopefully they have some ideas that maybe weren't able to be executed on beforehand with with disagreements among a team. I don't have much, to, <laughs> I, I don't have much to what they're planning to do. I know they are planning to announce more with how fast this has come about, I can't imagine that it's a, a um, uh, well-researched plan at this point, but I am excited to hear, you know, if they do have some plans, something to get somebody uh, excited about the project again. Here's uh, the potential upside is that, you know, the community ownership can go one of two ways. You know, here's a hot take, up or down. But if you look at what happened with Pudgy Penguin and their recent, you know, rise back up from the you know, the doldrums, there is upside to saying, hey, community, like, you know, we've been building things, but now let's start, you know, building community, building marketing and taking ownership of, a, of, of the project can sometimes do a lot more. So, you know, I, I think it's pretty impressive that that floor didn't drop on this news, really. I mean, the volume, volume's up, as you just said, uh, for a bit, but I'm, I'm still, I'm still hodling my my moon cats. I'm happy at point three. I uh, I might be a buyer if that drops. If that drops to like, they already have a couple. If that drops, it really, it's amazing how steady that has held. That floor has held at right around point three. Yeah, you know, I think there's so many projects that when they lose steam, like they go down. And I can tell you firsthand because I just take one look down the old portfolio here uh, of of projects that just crater. And this is like, this is not that, right? There are holders of this that are clearly 
in it for the long haul. I guess that's me at this point because I'm coming up on a year of ownership. But <laughs> All right, we've got oh. another headline going around about the trouble that OpenSea is in uh, with, with volume way down. We've talked about this, you know, trading volumes down everywhere. OpenSea uh, in particular has seen volume drop significantly and more so than just the the, uh, the the market as a whole, you know, as we're seeing volume move around to other other networks, other marketplaces. Um, so uh, what else is going on here, George? Well, I think, you know, we, we've talked before, I'm like, oh, the, you know, the total volume is measured two different ways. Like the number of transactions was also like number in ETH, but then there's also like the fundamentals. This is also looking at just one platform. I wonder how much of this is the bifurcation of the market and whether or not, like, if you're just looking at OpenSea and Nehemiah, Diminishing size of the pie. Remember, we were talking about all those other platforms that are royalty-free and challenging uh, OpenSea more and more over time. It is uh, it is chewing away at, at two levels. So yeah, it is quieter for sure overall, right? Even just like the last seven days for NFTs, like depends on what you look at it, are, are down like 37%. So it is getting real quiet. And again, we I think... You can't climb up from the bottom until you establish the bottom. And so where, where will you find that? One of the hallmarks I said is when the, uh, when the Ponderware team officially gives up, we are, we're at or near the bottom and things slowing down to this degree. I don't know. Maybe it might take an ETH merge, ETH merge to, uh, to move us upward onward. But we'll, we'll have that discussion in a bit, ETH merge. All right, one last headline here. Got, uh, OpenSea and Fair.xyz have partnered for what I for was one of the first cases of a soulbound minter token that I have heard about. So um, I'm just more interested in seeing that these what happens with these tokens. I think it's it's an interesting concept. These tokens that can't be moved from from your wallet at all. <laughs> you know, I I see both sides of it. Skeptical of what that means when someone can send a, a token that can never be moved out of your wallet um, as far as tagging it in some way. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's something that I'm watching, seeing what's going on. I'm sure we'll see other projects start playing with that technology as well. Very hesitant about this. And I'm not going to go near it. It's, you know, I've had, um, I don't know if this ever happened to you. Like people, I mean, does happen to you. You get sent a bunch of junk mail, essentially. It is turned into a junk mail box after you get into a certain number of projects. But I even had some people, like, they got angry when I put a bid on a project and they, like, send me a poop emoji NFT. And I'm like, I don't want that. <laughs> wow. And yeah, I would have to, like, I would, like, have to, like, pay to get rid of that. But if we're sold out, it'd be, like, forever. I have, like, an angry Yelp comment on my, on my wallet. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I guess we're, I mean... It's going to happen. So just it's gonna a matter of how is it going to be dealt with within whatever applications you're using. Yeah. Have to be careful. Probably more burner wallets and just, you know, lift shift and go like, it'll just cause a, a, a greater impetus for, for moving your wallet around. I'm like, frankly, you can move your ETH address uh, to point to whatever. So it could push for more people using um, ETH addresses as a more flexible way of routing things. All right. Looks like you've got an affordable project to mention here, George. What have you got? <laughs> uh, 
Speaking of these merge, there is a drop with consensus and they are doing this, um, you know, kind of as a giveaway, but it'll be like one, uh, we're not sure exactly when it's supposed to happen. Like, uh, but the consensus is going to be dropping this NFT collection, uh, featured art by Chris Skinner and, uh, animated apparently by Keith city group. I'm not familiar with them, but you know, cool. The consensus mint is going to begin, uh, they said the date of the merge. So, you know, I've heard as early as the 13th, maybe the 15th depends on hash rate. Um, it's in the code. So, uh, it might be something worth looking at. We have the, the link in there. <laughs> It'll be fun. Like I was there, they're trying to do like a pull-up type of game and I'm all in on it. I think it's hilarious. All right, cool, George. I think we, yeah, I'm looking for these things. I'm sure this is going to be other people marking this event, you know, pretty historic in the, uh, in the, the story of Ethereum. So I'm, I'm sure there will be other mints going on when this does happen. I was just trying to find what the, uh, updated date is, you know, at this point yeah. when, when listening to this, it's, it, it may have happened, um, uh, depending on when you're listening to us, this, but, uh, um, it's definitely coming up here soon. Well, what's cool also here is they're trying to essentially launch um, one of the first, because technically it's, there's people minting nonstop, but one of the first green NFTs on Ethereum main. The green narrative, I think, is going to be very real. So sort of turn the corner into the, the ETH merge. And I wonder how much that will, that will actually help things. You know, there are headwinds certainly going on, but when this comes, there's going to be a uh, a lot of articles, a lot of attention, and potentially a lot of price movement. And so for our theme around the ETH merge, like what do you think we're going to see in the immediate aftermath with regard to NFTs? Uh, but it just to clarify, the merge is scheduled for the 15th right now. Um, so that some things I'm looking for, I think there, you know, there will be, we, we kind of already know that there will be a proof of uh, proof of work fork here uh, that will, I guess, mean that a lot of our NFTs could be duplicated um, on another chain. I don't exactly know how that will play out. There are people that are, you know, ready to try to, you know, get offers, get to USDC um, and exchange that. Yeah, I would be careful trying to do much of anything immediately after just because we've seen how how OpenSea and other APIs uh, don't always update as fast as the actual blockchain. Uh, so just be careful what you're interac interacting with and, you know, be, be a little bit more hesitant than usual. You know, there shouldn't be any issues for, for collectors, for users. There shouldn't be anything technical that needs to be done. But it's definitely something that I'm going to be uh, watching somewhat cautiously just in case. Um, case of anything going wrong, definitely an opportune time for someone to, to strike. 100%. Being cautious, for sure. If you get messages like, hey, you need to transfer your NFTs onto ETH2, click this mint button in order to do it. Like, scam, right? Like, I think there's going to be a lot of people that lose, um, lose some NFTs in this transition, for sure. Uh, because it's just, it's so attractive to scammers to to run that play right so again do nothing and you'll probably do better than somebody who's like trying to do like some quick hack of like oh i can double sell my my x copy whatever like i don't think it's um i don't think it's worth it 
the risk reward is uh, scary to me. I, I think that's also something that like, we'll see in the news as well. So-and-so gets like ripped off for a ton because they tried to migrate all their NFTs and they migrated them into a scam. Yeah, I'm definitely looking for those headlines and <laughs> trying to find other people's warning stories of what not to do. Yeah, to be clear, if you're going to migrate all of your NFTs, just send them to Mostly Stable and I will take care of it for you. Sure thing. Yeah, thanks, George. <laughs> <laughs> it's the service I provide. <laughs> and any poop emojis that you want to send uh, via NFT, that's fine too. So do you think this is... so? <sighs> Yeah, that's that's definitely part of it. Now, I think this we're seeing people excited about this. What are you? I mean, do you think that this will bring people uh, bring more activity to the Ethereum network? Do you think there's people hesitant to to move Ethereum around as much right now, wanting to hold it into the merge? Um, what are you What are you feeling? What are you kind of hearing? <laughs> I want to come back to like a point you made that NF, uh, NFTs do not do particularly well with ETH volatility. If ETH is scheduled to go up, like, I don't know how much the price is going to pop, but I know how supply and demand work. And I, I can see what we are doing. We're decreasing the uh, net supply um, of, of ETH and giving incentives for people to stake at least for the next six months. And however, if gas fees are not where they should be based on NFT volume, as NFT volume and DeFi, that, those are the giant levers, munchers of gas, things that will cause ETH to go up really is those transactions. And like both those things being down somewhat, but also the risk of that price going up, I think it's going to continue to be a little quiet until we get stable for, for NFTs. It's sort of like a wait and see. But I want to come back to the green narrative. I think the green narrative that this chain is now, if you're deciding among others where to build your project, you're like, no longer is it that like, oh, I'm going to go with Solana because it's green. I'm not going to go with like Avalanche just because it's green or it's, it's like faster. The faster still plays, but greener does not. And it's just sort of chalking off reasons why alternative layer ones are, are no longer able to compete potentially with Ethereum, which will pull back to NFTs on classic Ethereum thing. We may pull more volume back into, um, into NFT projects that are uh, based on Ethereum. So I, I think there's some of that that may happen. Yeah, in general, I think that the, the the merge is still somewhat of an unknown in a lot of people's minds. It could be, you know, there's a lot of talk that it could send the price higher. You know, I think there's also some speculation that it won't go quite as planned. Uh, and regardless of how you feel, like, I think there's just unknowns out there. And, and, you know, like we said, volatility is not good for NFTs. So I am hopeful that once we get beyond that and at least know have a better understanding of what people are going to do post-merge. Um, you know, we'll get some more activity coming back. You know, I, I think it's also important to keep in mind that <laughs> what's happening after the merge, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that everything's just going, if it does bring more activity, it doesn't mean that it's all good, going to be the same projects. And, you know, that's something that I'm definitely keeping in mind. What are going to be sort of the new narratives? And we know that, um, you know, we know that the, the networks that we're relying upon uh, the green narrative against Ethereum's non-green uh, network no longer have that advantage. And I think there's going to be other narratives that come into play post-merge here. I think we're already starting to see people pre-merge pre uh, reducing that volume and saying like, time to wait and see because there is a risk of ruin that is not zero. 
we're migrating, we, they are migrating a ton, uh, you know, a ton of, ton of code, a ton of digital value. And there's a lot of, you know, players that have to update a lot of software. Yeah, they've done a bunch of test nets. The truth is, whatever that percentage is, like that risk of ruin is, I think in some ways being priced into the NFT market, certainly into ETH as well, but into the NFT market as well as being like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything until I see you do this properly. Until you upgrade it and show me that I can like trust that I can transfer and write, uh, write to this contract um, because you're, you're changing all the rules on it. Um, not to mention the confusion. There. Is there a legit proof of work that's going to launch, do you think, and fork? I, I mean, I think there will be a launch of a network. I'm dubious of how effective it will be and how well it will perf well perform. Um, from what I've read, I, I don't have particularly high expectations, uh, um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, essentially it'll be botted to zero almost immediately. Yeah, I would expect that, you know, if it's not, it's just people playing games and I don't want to get caught on the wrong side of one of those. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a weird situation where hypothetically, if you were to fork it, you are forking all of the art NFTs, right, that were created on it. I mean, they're all pointing to the same, you know, as long as they've got the, the pointer addresses, you know, it's still going to have the same image. It's, you know, it is interesting. And, you know, how we thought about, um, uh, thought about the provenance of a, of a, a, a piece of digital art and then if that if the whole network gets for it certainly looks as though it was created in a way on two different networks at that point so it's a little odd for for nfts in that regard um you know and I, maybe that's why i'm choosing to, to sort of ignore the uh the forked chain well i mean that might be the moment where you sell your proof of work squiggles right like oh weird right there there's right weird i mean that may happen yeah i mean I, I you know i guess there's if there are people looking for you know the belief proof from work is the the most valid because it's the original i you know maybe there's some value there i would be looking to sell if it does look like there's a possibility to do that safely yeah i mean how would i mean it, it'll be a question of how proof of work would hypothetically roll out, duplicate everything. We have heard, by the way, that OpenSea will not be supporting uh, the proof of work chain. So we'll have to find another another network for, for doing that. Um, okay. The only thing I, or it's probably another, uh, another platform for, uh, for actually trading the NFTs on the new network. I doubt that many will actually support it. It's going to be a very interesting next seven days. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. Could be fun. There could be some fun stuff going on. I think I have no idea what I'm just hoping. <laughs> hoping I don't get caught on the, caught on the wrong thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Going like, oh my gosh, I bought a board ape. Oh no. I got deleted. Oh, what a mess. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Finally green, but I think in the bigger picture, I you know, I think we can get kind of caught up in the the micro here, but in the macro, it's very clear the adage that you can't fight the Fed, I believe, will continue to be a very real thing. Like macroeconomic things are gonna continue to hold back the NASDAQ. Seems like crypto just basically 
follows the NASDAQ. It is a, essentially a tech stock for all intents and purposes with regard to large volumes of, uh, large volumes of capital. And then the NFT market is <laughs> levered ETH, some people say, but it is based in ETH or it's based in these crypto assets and seems to also follow in terms of volume transactions uh, based on how stable these are. So all of those things in here, I think there's a like a real possibility that it's like kind of a nothing burger and it's just a wait and see and volumes return to where they were, you know, maybe a month or two ago when people were less terrified that the entire, you know, network was going to be like copy pasted and double sold across many networks and you know, 5% chance that it actually has to like revert yet wrecked somehow. So, uh, I think a lot of people are hodling through this and then we'll get back to, to normalcy after a week or so. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a good chance that it's, um, I don't know, a lot of noise beforehand and that it goes smoothly like most of the other, uh, upgrades that have been done in past to the Ethereum network. We will see what happens. You know, I think there'll be a lot of people trying to make more of it. Um, but I'll be, I'll be hesitant to, to react to anything immediately, uh, when the merge does happen. Could I potentially end up with like 200 horses though? Is that a thing? I, I suppose so, George. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the bright side of this. <laughs> the real bright side. Forget the green narrative, forget any of the, uh, <laughs> end up with the security <laughs> upgrades, but really we need George doubling his horses. See upside everywhere. All right. I think we did, uh, we did this topic justice. It's just kind of funny because this is coming out before it happens. So we may come up with a, an emergency pod. If, uh, if it turns out all your NFTs are duplicated and then some weird marketplace where you could just sell everything because that's what i would do i would liquidate everything well on we the will fake first do that and then let you know but in our discord we might talk about it there first yes yeah, i probably won't say anything until it's already done <laughs> all right good one all right out there bye george this has been an episode of the triple a nft podcast all about affordable nfts the episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something. <laughs>